You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 274. On the show today, I will be chatting with ZXSP, a.k.a. Arena, and we'll be chatting with her in just a little bit, but we got a bunch of cool music to listen to and uh, some things to chat about, and then we will uh, do it up. It hasn't been super eventful over here, although I did lose my power, sort of. Well, you know what? I'll tell you all about that, but first... Let's listen to some cool music, okay? So, I got a cool one here. You know, I always got a cool one. I don't know why I bother even saying that, because you know it's cool. This is a Magic Sword remix of a Wave Shaper song. I I like when two awesome people come together and, uh, come together. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, uh, check it out. This is Client by Wave Shaper, the Magic Sword remix. Thank you. 
right, and that was Client, the Magic Sword remix of the Wave Shaper track. That is cool. And that, of course, was brought to you by my awesome patrons, like the awesome Kings of the Pattersons. That's right, we're talking about John Masari, Robert D. Bishop, Chris Dance, and Mike Shima. I hope you guys are having a good week. So anyway, I lost my power, or I lost part of it. So one of the fuses blew up or something. You know, you have a fuse. Like, I know nothing about electricity, but I know there's a fuse box with, like, the little switches you hit up and down. I think those are called breakers, right? And then, but there's also, like, there's fuses that connect to the thing. Anyway, so one of those things blew up. So then what happened was we still had the lights in the living room and Two outlets near the oven. For some reason, they still had power. So for (laughs) yesterday and today, I've basically been (laughs) running the whole house with like just two extension cords that just run to my little backup battery uh, power bars, which everything is plugged into and it is sort of working. Although... You're not supposed to plug in backup batteries unless you're plugging them directly into the wall. And I can sort of hear like a weird high pitch hum. Do I have any listeners who are electricians or understand electricity? Like, what does it mean when you can hear a power bar or a power adapter? Like, you know, when you charge, you have a phone charger and there's like a big fat brick plug that you like plug into the wall. What does it mean when you can hear it? Like if you put your ear near it and you hear like a high-pitched hum, does that mean something? I don't think I have super sensitive hearing, and I mean I am getting older, so theoretically I should be losing the higher range. But every so often I'll buy like a new power bar or a, a adapter or something, and then I'll hear it. Like I'll plug it in and physically hear like a high-pitched humming noise coming from it. And I don't know if that signals like, hey, this outlet's about to explode, or if that's just, hey man, sometimes electricity makes noise. So, I don't know. If anyone knows, I seem to have a lot of clever listeners. Uh, Let me know what that means. And in the meantime, I will let you listen to some more cool music, which will, of course, be brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, like Jose Arbello, the King of Hell, and Mike Erdahl with the 56666, and Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend. Oh, not to forget Tim Carlton. Okay, so, well, hold on. I'll play a song first, and I'll tell you. (laughs) My head's all over the place at the moment. So, let's listen to this. This is a track from an artist called Almenia. A-L-M-I-N-I-A. Almenia. Almenia? It's from the album Disco Designer. And, hey, man, if you listen to the show, let me know. Is it Almenia or Alminia? I'm going to keep on saying Almenia. You can tell me if I'm wrong. But in the meantime, tell me that this isn't awesome, because it is. Uh, this track is called Carpe Noctum by Almenia.
All right, and that was Carpe Noctum by Almenia from the album Disco Designer. And that, of course, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's my semi-sonic friend, Jacob Wick, and City Hunter with the 42, and Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club. Okay, so we have uh, some new patrons today, which I'm going to uh, read off in a second. But I would just like to point out to those people that the family show, which you're either going to hear next week or the week after, uh, was recorded a few days ago. So if you go, hey man, I just started supporting the show and Andy didn't say my name or whatever, uh, it's because we record that show uh, on the weekend. And I read the Patreon names as they were at the time, but since then there have been a, a few new ones. So again, I just want to thank you all for your support. It's awesome. And, and hopefully you all don't get too upset if I uh, don't mention you because I recorded the show in advance. This whole podcast is like a time machine because I still get comments from people who just start listening to the show and I get that quite a bit. Uh, that's like the most common thing is like when people message me and go, I just discovered your show and I'm going through the back catalog now and then they start messaging me, asking me questions about episodes I don't even remember making, you know, just like, oh, what's that song in, the, you know, episode 38? I'm like, eh, what? <laughs> I don't know. But look, okay, we got some new patron activity. So I would like to uh, welcome to the Beyond Synth Patreon family. Okay, now do you say this Nephas or Nephas? N-E-F-A-S. I want to say Nephas, but maybe it's Nephas. Anyway, he's donating the triple six. He's a donation of the beast, pal. Uh, So thanks for your support, and let me know how to pronounce your name properly. I should probably just put that on the fucking website. If you subscribe to the Beyond Synth Patreon and you have a name, please tell me how to pronounce it, because I'm an idiot. And, of course, welcome new $5 patron, Trevor Marples. Hello, Trevor Marples. You're a cool guy. Thanks for supporting Beyond Synth. I hope you... uh, What the fuck was I going to say there? (laughs) I hope you find value in this proposition. (laughs) Uh, But seriously, though, thanks for supporting the show. And a new $10 patron. Give a hearty hello to Mr. Jacob Pringle. These are all very interesting names this week. Trevor Marples and Jacob Pringle. It's like those names are generated by the same algorithm. (laughs) They do sound similar, though, right? It's the same syllables. Trevor Marples... Jacob Pringle. Anyway, listen, Jacob, thanks for supporting the show, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, can I make a Pringles joke? Are you heir to the Pringles fortune? Bet you can't eat just one, etc. <laughs> hey, man, I grew up with the last name Last, okay? So that was a big pain in the ass when I was a kid. And there's no clever joke you can make other than juvenile fucking bullshit. Anyway, so how about this? Let's listen to some more music. This is sort of a more cinematic track, uh, but I think it's cool. It's by Victor Roy from his album Fantastic Tales of a Future Lost. It's uh, brought to you by my awesome patrons in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Clint Dowling, Newmark, Jimmy the Hutt, Alex Selickson. Christ, we like met all those people in the uh, patron show we did like uh, two weeks ago. That was pretty cool. And uh, Neverman and Eurobeat Intensifies. Anyways, listen to this cool song. This is Path to Glory 3 by Victor Roy.
And that was Victor Roy with the path with the path with the song Path to Glory 3 from the album Fantastic Tales of a Future Lost. Don't forget to check out all the artists I feature on Beyond Synth by uh, checking out the show notes. You know, if you click on the SoundCloud link, there's uh, there's links to all the artists on there. And uh, when I post the show on Twitter and Facebook, to be honest with you, I don't want to post on Facebook anymore. Facebook sucks. All right. <laughs> And I see no engagement from it. And now whenever people mention Beyond Synth, I can't even go to their post. It's so fucking frustrating. Like, I signed in today, and I see there was three people mentioned Beyond Synth podcast. And I click on that link, and it does not bring me to what they said. I have no idea what they said. And you can manually search the person. So if it says, like, fucking Frankie Ballbag uh, mentioned Beyond Synth, then I can search for Frankie Ballbag manually... And then go to his Facebook page and then and then like the post. But this time it was three people, so it didn't even mention all their names in the notification. It was like, you know, Frankie Ballbag and Steve Walnut and one other person, because it says like three people. So I didn't even see the name of the third person, so I couldn't... Facebook just sucks. <laughs> That's my point, okay? I'm sorry. Um... I would like to say, however, I was going to say that the song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, but we have an upgrade here. That's right. Joshua Winter has upgraded his support. Joshua Winter. Joshua Winter is now in the $20 club, so you are a cool guy. Like I said earlier in the show, uh, when you hear the family show, uh, I will not mention any of this, and so it'll feel like we've gone back in time, and you guys will be like, hey man, I fucking donated this money for nothing. Andy doesn't even know. But the truth is, I do know, and I appreciate uh, your support because it is super cool. I want to uh, read a letter here from Glenn Main because I was going to play a Glenn Main track. He sent me a letter. And of course, uh, you can check out uh, the episode that Glenn Main was on. He's got that crazy story where he fucking uh, tumbled through a glass wall when he was a kid and got his arm cut off and then sewed back on. Uh, that was a pretty crazy episode. Um, I like how it's a pretty crazy episode of my show. And meanwhile, like that's the guy's life. But anyway, it works. That's the whole point, is that he, he rehabilitated himself and learned to play piano, and uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool story if you want to check that out. Anyways, Glenn says, Hello, Andy. If it hadn't been for you and your shows, I would never have known about the synthwave genre. Although I am a synthwave artist and have been that since the 80s, I kept on making this music and had a very hard time to find a genre box to release my music to. And then Beyond Synth solved all my worries. Now I have managed to establish myself as a synthwave artist and many of my previous albums can relate to that as well. I find your shows very inspiring and funny and you are always with me when I am touring around from gig to gig here in Norway. The the fact that you have kept up and made it through the fucking C-19 period, are we abbreviating COVID-19 now? Is that a thing we're doing? Uh, is extremely inspiring, and you gave hope to us all and brought smile on thousands of faces with your spontaneous and positive vibe. <laughs> just so you know, my whole attitude is scripted. There's a <laughs> They just turn me on in the morning. It's all just an elaborate AI. Uh, not to mention the family shows. They are fantastic. Anyway, I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't support the show in a Patreon way, but I will in the future when things and gigs are getting back to normal again. In the meantime, I can 
feed you with some great synthwave music. I wish you and all your listeners and fans a great day, and let 2021 be a better year than the year we already forgot. Best from Glenn. Well, Glenn, you're a cool guy, so I listened to his tracks, and he's got this uh, tribute to Howard Jones uh, album he's doing, but he had a, also a single there that I dug, and we're gonna listen to that. He did say that I can, I'm free to debut all this stuff, which is nice. <laughs> A lot of artists, you know, when they send me their music and then they say, like, don't play this till January 5th. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then I end up playing it before then because I am disorganized. Anyway, Glenn's a cool guy. So go check out that episode. In the meantime, listen to this track. This is Glenn Main with Jump to Fiber Speed.
All right, and that was Jump to Fiber Speed by Glenn Maine. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Eurobeat Intensifies, A Star Apart, Restless Nights, Honeybeard, Tim Carlton, and Johnny Five. Hope you guys are all having a lovely day, and uh, we'll be chatting with ZXSP in just a bit. I think I have one more track to play. Oh, and I have to remind you, of course... You know, lately I've been, uh, I don't know, I've just been feeling really tired, you know? And uh, I have this sort of inability to focus. I'm trying to get my work done, but, uh, you know, I can't seem to stay on task and or stay awake or alert. And then I discovered blacklightcoffee.net. That's right, you can get 10% off if you go to blacklightcoffee.net and use the code BEYONDSYNTH. Was that a natural uh, segue? Did you know that sleep is for the weak? What other things do you know? I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I see. Huh. See, this is what I do normally. I just sit around and uh, have conversations with uh, people I invent in my head. You think that's healthy? Uh, but I tell you what is healthy is drinking lots of black... Uh, can I say that legally? <laughs> Maybe I do need a script. I told him I wanted to make one sale by June. I think, although I don't know if I'm supposed to say this out loud, I think we've made three sales. So three of you listeners out there have purchased Black Light Coffee. And if anybody else wants Black Light Coffee, you can go to blacklightcoffee.net and type in the code BEYONDSYNTH for a discount. And I think if we made three sales, I wonder how much money that means I get. It must be up to like two twenty-five now or something. Shit, what am I going to do with that? I tell you what, you know what I'll do? <laughs> Whenever I get, like, the PayPal of the fucking $2 for, for the sales I made, I'm going to go to Tim Hortons and I'll, like, film the whole thing so you can see me uh, get some coffee with the uh, the blacklight payout. Maybe I should just get him to send me coffee. At least then I'd have a better idea what the fuck I was promoting. <laughs> anyway, how about this? Let's listen to one more track and then we will go chat with ZXSP, okay? So I've got a cool one here from Lexington Tales. I'm so tempted to say Lexington, but there's no G in there. It's just Lexington Tales. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's a cool track that you're going to dig. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Monkey Magics, Kempson, Kenjiru, Martin Larby, and Blake Peterson. You guys are awesome, and I hope you uh, dig this track. This is Dead End by Lexington Tales.
All right, that was Lexington Tales with Dead End. And uh, I dig that one. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's Forged in Neon with the 2049, Chatterack with the 20, and I guess Joshua Winter now. Uh, both of you, there's the $20 Club. And, of course, Jizz Whaler with the 1986, and in the 1985 Club, it's Sarah and Rachel Buchelman, the Buchelman sisters who we also met a few weeks ago on the Patreon episode. So don't forget, that's another perk of being part of the Patreon is uh, once a year I select <laughs> three of you to chat with. <laughs> it's not like a lottery though because I do keep track of who I've had on the show. And you know, uh, there is a bunch of people who I invited on the show who didn't want to do it. Just so you know, that happens. Sometimes there's people who just go, you know what? I'd rather just listen to the show. I don't want people hearing about how much of a nerd I am. But, uh, you know, I always like hearing from people. It's cool. And like we heard on the last episode, I've got a lot of interesting listeners. People who work in labs or work with tech equipment and people with important jobs. Like, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Anyway, enough about me. How about we, uh... How about we chat with ZXSP right now? All right. Well, look, I am here right now with, do you say ZXSP? Is that how you say it? Yes. ZXSP. Do I have to say it really fast like you just did? You can say it uh, <laughs> fast or slower. <laughs> how you feel comfortable, that's okay. <laughs> ZXSP. Uh, so yes, I'm here right now with ZXSP, aka Arena. Uh, how's it going? I'm fine. I'm doing great. Really feeling pumped up for this podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, no problem. So where where am I where are you talking to me from right now? From my room from my PC, but uh, I am from Ukraine. And is that where you are right now? Yes. I don't really know too much about the Ukraine. The only thing I know is synthwave producer uh, Vincenzo Salvia, he married, who is also a synthwave producer, Powder Slut. Yeah, I've heard of her tracks. And uh, that's the only thing I know about the Ukraine. (laughs) (laughs) But I like to learn, you know? Okay, what would you like to hear? Well, how about this? First, let's learn a bit about uh, Arena. So how did you, like, when did you start making music? I've actually in music for pretty long. I'm actually a professional musician. And before, I'm also a huge fan of 1980s music, especially of rock and metal. And before, I wanted to make some project with more rock and metal sound, like some band. But luckily for that XSP and unfortunately, probably for my metal career, I decided to change more to electronic music. And uh, in 2018, I started my project that we are talking about today, ZXSP, aka ZXSPunk. That's my name in social networks. And I've started it as a very experimental project. So what what does ZXSP mean? This uh, name came from uh, my friend used to call me like SynthPunk, just for fun, and also the computer from the past ZX Spectrum, Sinclair, and I tried somehow to combine everything to put it together. And also ZXSP, this acronym can be ZX Synthpunk, but also I remember a quote I read some time ago from the band In Excess. In Excess, you know, the Australian band from the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. I like their stuff too. And they said that uh, their name of the band doesn't mean that much, but they think it would look cool on merch, on t-shirts, and I decided, hey, yeah, ZXSP is 
what I need. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you mean when you say you're a professional musician? What does that mean? I studied classical music in. I was studying in music college. I was studying music theory. I also played piano. And that's what I can say that playing classical music is very difficult. And uh, it's very too many of strict rules. But, but when you play like something from electronic music or from what I do now, you can do a lot more things that you want. When you go into school to learn that, what's the goal like, what do you want to do when you're done school, if you go to school for that? Uh, I just wanted to, you know, I just like music a lot. And I always wanted to do something with music for all my life. So I went to college just uh, to uh, get more skills and to get better experience in, in everything what comes to music, in listening, analyzing, what uh, really helps me now to know better music theory, but also I use a lot in producing my tracks and of course to play the instruments better you mentioned you you started it in 2018 so i'd like to go back to uh you released a thing called retro inversus oh yes and uh, i want to uh, listen to the titular retro inversus track okay it's very experimental i just made it like i made a couple of uh tracks just to see what i can do this electronic music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's listen to it. Yeah, let's go.
Eight, and that was Retro Inversus by ZXSP. And I am here right now with ZXSP, a.k.a. Arena. And uh, yeah, so you were saying this was sort of like just you testing out stuff? Yes, I was uh, trying to just make something interesting to compose, produce some tracks. I also thinking of actually making remixes of these old tracks because... I know that they can sound better now. From my experience, I can see that they can sound better. So what do you think about I make a remixed, remastered Retro Inversus? <laughs> it's nice to go revisit those uh, old tracks. Yes. What would you do differently? Uh, at first, uh, the mixing. Uh, I know that there is problems with mixing, that's for sure. And maybe to add more different variations to the melody, to add more instruments, what I really like to do now. And we'll see how it goes. I know you just put out recently... Yes. Just the other day, you put out a new album, right? Just yesterday. I mean, this won't air for a little while, but uh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) So have you been busy? I mean, what's the situation in Ukraine right now in terms of, uh, like, the COVID stuff? Like, are you guys inside or is everyone still working or what's going on? The situation is insane right now. We are on lockdown these days. Yeah. But it seems like not so many people actually care. Like, (laughs) I mean, for all this time of all this period of this pandemic, people still haven't learned how to wear masks. So what I can even add? Well, it's very tricky, you know, because you have to put those little elastics around your ears. It's very hard for people. Yeah, put a mask on your nose. (laughs) Well, you know, some people don't know where their noses are. You know, it's hard. Yeah, probably. Like, have you just been inside making music then? Yes, but I still work now. I work on distance. I work from home. So for me, nothing so much changed. Right. Do you have a fun job? Um, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Does it uh, does it have anything to do with music, or is it just like uh, you doing like accounting or something? Uh, no, I'm actually a music teacher. Okay, that's cool. What like in what sense? Like you do you teach like playing instruments or theory? I teach uh, children theory. Okay. Yes. Like young kids, like do they pay attention? Yes, but it's very difficult to work with children, especially with you know very small children that just came to school. They don't know even how to behave Mm -hmm. in class, and that can be a problem. Wait a second. So you're not like a tutor. You're an actual like music teacher, like a school teacher. Ah, yes. Ah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, also work as a tutor also online. Right. So before, were you teaching like in an actual classroom? Yes. There's a bunch of people in the synthwave scene who do like tutoring or vocal coaching and stuff like that. But I don't think I've I've talked to an actual just music teacher before. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I work not in uh, regular school. I work in the music school where like children go to learn music. They learn to play their instrument or vocals and I teach them theory that everybody seems to hate. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's uh, really that class everybody hates in the music school except (laughs) one crazy person which is me. (laughs) Is there a lot of note taking in your class? Just writing? Oh no, not that much. 
I try to make some interesting lectures so I don't make everybody just write every my word. So how, how difficult has it been to transfer that to be online? For me, not so much because... Uh, I'm already, as I said, I already like sometimes work as a tutor online. So I have like all these uh, programs, all note editors and everything I can show on screen. So for me, that's not that difficult. But for f- some of my colleagues, that's too much. Do you guys have a um, special video streaming thing that's just for the school? Or do you just do like Zoom or those sorts of things? Uh, no, uh, in Ukraine, we just uh, here where I work, we use Zoom or Google Meet and no special platforms. Because I always just find it interesting how teachers have to sort of restructure their lessons, I guess, once they start to actually teach online. Because I mean, I have two uh, young children and they're doing online right now. It's hard to keep them focused. It requires a lot of work just to keep them looking at the screen. Yeah, I can understand this. Yeah, have you incorporated like uh, silly videos or flashy graphics or things in your teaching to sort of keep yeah, people? Yeah, we're working on this. <laughs> like, I don't know how I would pay attention if I was uh, trying to teach and had like the little squares on Zoom where you see all the kids and just like trying to keep their attention. I think I would find it uh, kind of frustrating. Yeah, it's sort of can be, you know, they can just turn off the camera, turn off the microphone and (laughs) turn away from the computer. (laughs) See, that would hurt my feelings. I would think I was being boring. I'd be like, oh, this isn't good enough, you know, and then I'd start like playing loud sound effects or something. I'm trying not to be so sensitive about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, how about we we listen to another track here? There was a, a single you put out called this is a hard word to say. You like <laughs> horror, horror romance. Horror, you, you've combined the word horror and romance. Yeah, and now we have horror romance. Horror romance. <laughs> it's, it's tricky to say. But uh, here, let's listen to this. This is uh, Horror Romance by ZXSP.
Kid, and that was ZXSP with the track Horror <laughs> Horror Man. I don't know why I have to... Horror Mance. Horror Mance. It's horror and romance combined into one word. There's a word for that. Uh, I forget what it is. Portmanteau? Anyway, whatever. I'm here with uh, ZXSP Arena. Yeah, I wanted to say a little bit about this track, Horror Romance. It's one of my favorite tracks. It was a special kind of Halloween-themed track I did back also in 2018. And I tried to really uh, make this vibe of 70s and 80s horror movies. How did you find the whole, like, the, the synthwave scene? I've actually just was listening, reading, watching stuff about... 80s about 80s music and especially 80s movies and somehow I just found the cool songs that were also featuring these materials but they were not made in the 80s and then I found a huge community of also so insane people who also so much crazy about 80s like me and <laughs> it was called Synthwave. Were you already starting to make this sort of music that was inspired by this stuff or was it when you found the synthwave scene that that sort of uh, inspired you? I was trying to make more something with guitars with uh, heavy drums in the beginning but when I found synthwave I also found that enough of artists they actually mix all this also rock, metal, they're much influenced by it and they mix it with electronic music and I've also like electronic music especially also retro and also this cool movie soundtrack from the 80s and I'm like yes that's it that's what I'm also doing. When you were sort of working on a project that was going to be more like kind of metal and stuff did you have like a different name? No I actually haven't released anything from this I just have some demo stuff but I haven't put it online. I've also played with local bands for a while but also that wasn't so big for me as ZXSP my project now. What instrument do you play? When you're playing in a band? I play bass. Okay, so do you have, like, some of those uh, at your place? Yes. Because there is, like, guitars and stuff on your tracks. I know sometimes yeah. you're featuring other artists, um, but do you also play as well? Yes, I also play guitars, and uh, you can hear also on my recent album, guitars, they are played by me. And on previous albums, there was a little bit of guitars by me, and also many guitars by other artists. But yeah. When you teach theory to kids, do you play an instrument? Uh, yes, uh, I play piano. Okay. Do you have a piano in your place or do you, I mean, you just do it with the keyboard? Yeah, but online um, I often use keyboard because it's just easier to connect to computer and to have the sound on because I don't need to show that much since I teach theory, I don't have to show so much. What are some of the inspirations? For the, I mean, you, you talk about the sort of the 80s stuff and movies and things like that. So what are, what are some of your favorite movies and stuff? I really like 1980s classics from action movies. I, I absolutely love works of John Carpenter. That's probably brought me to Synthwave because he used to also have these synthesizer themes. And probably my favorite is Escape from New York theme. And uh, I also like... Terminator movies. Yeah, Terminator is awesome. Yeah, also <laughs> like cheesy classics like uh, where a huge guy fighting everybody and 
never recharges his weapon like <laughs> commando <laughs> no that's the best also, man yeah when you watch those movies in ukraine you watch them in english or do you watch them dubbed before i of course watched them dubbed and uh, actually some of the movies especially this 80s not so popular they can be found only in uh, bad quality dubbing Sometimes with mistakes in translation and nice. with also terrible voices. <laughs> what did uh, Arnold sound like in Ukraine? Just like a random guy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't try to do an impression of his voice or anything? Uh, no. Um, now, like for new movies, there is good translations with professional actors with good uh, localization. Mm -hmm. But old movies, they like <laughs> that's some other sort of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. Look, I want to listen to another song. This might be a weird choice, but I, I liked this one. It was from Hyperforce, which you put out in 2019, and it's a song called Kill Switch, and it's by ZXSP.
played, and that was Kill Switch by ZXSP. And I'm here with ZXSP right now, Arena. So what was Hyperforce about? What was this album about? This album is a dystopian cyberpunk story. It takes part in the not-distant future in about 2030s, and it's about... Just classic dystopia is a little bit cyberpunk, you know, dictatorship government controls everybody's life with uh, artificial intelligence called hyperforce. So this seems to be a theme that seems to uh, come up in a bunch of your releases. Yes, that's, I really like this topic. That's what my music is about. Do you enjoy those same sort of themes in like uh, video games and stuff? Yes, I really like Deus Ex games, Half-Life. And one of my other inspiration is a game from the 90s called System Shock. Yeah, I still haven't played System Shock. It had, like, the best soundtrack. I read lots of video game articles, almost more than I actually play, and System Shock is always one of those games that always comes up on people's lists of, uh, like, their favorite games. Except I, I already know the twist ending, because all the articles, whenever they talk about System Shock, like, that, that's what they always talk about, is at the end when you go into that room and there's the computer with the face on it. <laughs> Spoilers are everywhere. I don't think I've ever listened to the sound soundtrack though. Yeah, you should read it. If you like Synthwave, you will like the soundtrack. Really, it's so great. Is there a System Shock 2? I think yes. Not as good though. I haven't played, so mm. I cannot say. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the Deus Ex game from last generation. Was it Mankind Divided? It was the one I played on PS3. Oh, there is two new game for Deus Ex. It's Mankind Divided and... Yeah, Mankind Divided is the last one. And other is uh, Human Revolution. Yeah, Human Revolution. I think that's the one I played. It had a really awesome soundtrack. Like, the score was really cool. Yes. Agree. I think I have the new one. Like, if, you, uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, that was, like, one of the free games, but I didn't play it, really. Yeah, I think... Uh, I haven't played The Last Deus Ex 2, Mankind Divided. I played only Human Revolution, and, you know, like, a couple of years ago, I got Mankind Divided on Steam, but... <laughs> Still haven't started. Well, what's taking all your time? What what are you playing right now? I finally updated my PC, so I'm trying a little bit Fallout 76. I know people were complaining about it when it came out, but... Yes, but actually it's not as bad as all these reviews say. Well, everyone gets overexcited now. I think it's just because they want you to read their website, so they always have to say, like, this game was terrible, just so you'll click on their webpage. Because there's a lot of games that are just okay, and they're fine, and I enjoy them. I mean, half the time I'm playing Tetris is is what I do. I play Tetris. I also really like Tetris. Yeah, it also helps, like, you know helps your mind. Yeah, I play the one on the uh, Nintendo Switch, the uh, Tetris 99, where you do like, it's like a battle mode Tetris with like a hundred other players, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But apart from that, I, I, I really wanted to play Cyberpunk, but everyone just keeps talking about how broken it is. Yes, same here. At first, I, I think I was just busy with the release and with other thoughts, and then I really decided to get a copy. All the reviews, I don't know, 
I kind of lost all the feeling yeah. <laughs> to try this game. I mean, it seems like it would be right up your alley, considering like the themes of like all your albums. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a little disappointing. And who knows, maybe in like a year or something, <laughs> when they fix all the mistakes and, and patch it up, that maybe it'll be better to start it in the future sometime. Yeah, I also think of this. And I'm all only a PC gamer. I don't even have consoles. Well, that's okay. I mean, at least you can upgrade it. Yeah. Once in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. As long as it works. I mean, half the time, you know, I'm playing old games anyways. But I guess for you, if you upgrade your, your thing, that's going to mean you can run more plugins and stuff, right? Yes. And that's actually was the main reason why I upgraded my PC. It's because it's faster, you know, faster it renders. I can allow better quality and yeah, games are just like secondary. Well, look, I want to listen to another track. We're going to move forward to the year 2020. And uh, I think this was a single you put out called Prime Time. And uh, we're going to listen to that right now. This is Prime Time by ZXSP.
Alright, and that was ZXSP with Prime Time. And I am here right now with ZXSP Arena. All the way from Ukraine, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Just making sure you didn't move in between uh, listening to the song there. Yeah, turned my mic off and turned away. Yeah. <laughs> so when you um when you start making a track, how do you start? That's really good question. I often try to start from something like base of my track or drum line, bass line, main chords, harmony. I make this kind of like this skeleton. I'm going to put all the other things, all the muscles of my track on. So what do you consider the skeleton of a song? Like, do you have a thing you start with? Do you put down a drum beat first and then see what happens? Do you like playing a bass line? Like- yes, or I play with like a bass line or just with chords. And then I already try to uh, make some melody on it. Sometimes I would just try to improvise with the keyboard and at first I can have a melody and then add the chords to it. Sometimes I have everything in my head, so I try to play it, to record it, to make sketches as fast as it's still there. Like when you have a melody in your head, have you ever like recorded yourself just singing it just so you remember it if you're not near your computer? Yeah, sometimes I can do this. But I guess with that music theory, right? That's the thing that powers you, so you have all that theory in your brain? Yeah. I don't know what that means. What do you use to make the music on? What's your your DAW of choice? My DAW, actually, I use several. I mostly use Apple Studio, Fruity Loops for work with MIDI, for editing, for MIDI editing, for all this stuff. But when I need to record live instruments, I actually use Sonar. It's also called Cakewalk by Bandlab. And before they were calling themselves Sonar. And that's probably my favorite D-A-W-4 working with live instruments with guitars and with this stuff. Right, okay. Very rarely sometimes I use Ableton just for live performances, for trying something to connect like several instruments, several keyboards. MIDI controllers, MIDI keyboards with pads and Ableton is made for performances at first, so it's uh, easier to customize all your setup with it but i don't play live shows now well for obvious reasons have you done any of those like live stream kind of performance things no i've only sometimes stream my production okay like production streams and i haven't streamed any like real life performances like little concerts from my room if you're gonna live stream like production is that when you're actually making like a real track that you're going to use or do you sometimes just like to do that just to show how you work i often work on real tracks when they're not ready it's just like some sketches i try to develop them on live streams and also the people who watch they can also give me some thoughts on it so it also helps and i also work on um, music but it's not good enough to be in my album right you know something that uh, cannot be a really good track as i think do you have a lot of actual instruments in your place that you're like hooking up and plugging in and stuff not so much i just have a guitar i have bass that i sometimes use for my music and for synthesizers i use virtual instruments don't judge me (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't care. To me, it's like, as long as, uh, like, I like the sound of the music, I don't care how it's made. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> oh, when I've just started with ZXSP, I've got, like, super gross comment about... <laughs> I'm not using the real scenes. Oh, well, fuck those people. No, like, you can't... Yeah. You can't. <laughs> Look, I, I know lots of really talented uh, musicians in this scene that don't use analog gear. Yeah. The plugins now are pretty damn good. Like, you can get some wicked sounds from them. There's something nice. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll go... I mean, I haven't gone in a very long time, but, you know, I'll go to the music store. And it is fun to sort of fiddle around with, like, a $10,000 keyboard. Like, they do sound very nice, but it's not necessary. People are just nerds. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> well, look, how about we move forward here? We mentioned it earlier in the show, but you just put out a new album. Yeah, that's true. Do you say this? It's propaganda with all the vowels taken out. Yeah, it's written as P-R-P-G-N-D, but uh, yeah, it's pronounced as propaganda. Okay, so I'm not going to say perp <laughs> I, I really want to. <laughs> okay. You can also say it like this. P-R-P-G-N-D. <laughs> All right, well, let's listen to one of the tracks from this. This is from the album Propaganda. This is a track called Conspiracy featuring Corrupted Machines. And we're going to listen to that right now, man. This is uh, ZXSP with Conspiracy featuring Corrupted Machines.
And that was ZXSP with Conspiracy featuring Corrupted Machines. And I'm here right now with ZXSP Arena. Oh, yes. And this track, Conspiracy, I love it too. And it's a collaboration with Corrupt Machines. And I was just trying to make something with this track. Just beginning really little sketches. I posted it and I was, I think I need somebody else to work on this track. I'm kind of in a little bit writer's block here. And I got a comment from Corrupted Machines. We also worked before. I featured on his album and he just like, I want to collab. And that was really great because this really helped to make this track a lot more better. So I'm really proud. I really like this track and I'm really proud of this collab conspiracy. There was, yeah, there was a lot of collabs on this one. Yeah, actually three collabs on the album. How do you decide when a track is one you want to collaborate on? I mostly collab now with uh, guitarists because I really want to have a, an awesome solo and two uh, other collabs on this album. They with guitarists with Dalton Bell and Phoenix Van Der Weyden. And I just think that in some moment of working on track, I think that maybe another musician, another instrument can make it really sound better. It can finish my idea. And just sometimes, as with this track Conspiracy, I'm thinking like, I'm a little bit stuck, but I like this material I have now. Right, right, right. That was also with some other tracks from the, my previous release also. I really like this small piece that I have, but for some reason I'm just stuck with developing it. So collab artists really also liked it, and we can make something really great together. And this album is also about dystopian... Uh stuff. Yes, but it actually continues the story of Hyperforce of my previous album, but now Propaganda is a prequel, so it takes part in alternative past of 1980s. Do you have like a story in your head of this or something you've written down? Yes, but it's not like a full story you can read. It's more just like, you know, images, like some pictures, some um just some impressions, some pictures. I also like this idea from classical music that some composers say don't, they even sometimes remove the, the story. They don't give so much information about what is this piece about so that a person who listens can imagine something by themselves. And that's what I also like to do with my music. I mean, it's sort of a weird question to ask. I was just going to ask you, what are you working on now? But you literally just put out an album. Yeah. <laughs> but are you working on other stuff or thinking about stuff? I'm having just a little rest, a little vacations, like two days <laughs> or less <laughs> from making music. So soon I'm back again and working on new material. Yes, I'm also now working on some side projects just uh, for fun and just to practice with mixing and yeah, I'm also thinking about what I'm going to release in the future, but still not such big plans for now. What's the uh, side project about? Oh, it's just I'm um, just making some cover songs for my YouTube channel. Still in this. Oh, OK, so but it's still like the same genre. Yeah, it's just synthesizers and guitars. So it's more just for fun. But yeah, if you're interested, you can <laughs> maybe visit. I hope I upload them soon. Right. So what, what what kind of stuff are you covering? Oh, songs from the 80s, 
like no easy way out from Rocky Four, probably, <laughs> <laughs> and just like yeah, songs from the eighties. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, do you have any other like hobbies? I don't、uh, really have so much of free time from music. I really enjoy some editing videos. I、uh, make some. Edits with old movies and from eighties movies with music, just like aesthetic montage or something like this. I like to do. And what else? Sometimes I play games. <laughs> Sometimes I very rarely now, really very rarely now, I stream on Twitch. Well, how about this? How about we listen to one more track and then maybe we can wind down and wrap up. I want to listen to this one. This was a track I liked from the album called Production Line, which was cool, and we're gonna listen to it. This is Production Line by ZXSP.
Alright, and that was ZXSP with the track Production Line from the album Propaganda with all the vowels taken away. And uh, and I'm here right now with ZXSP uh, Arena. But uh, is there anything we didn't talk about that you uh, wanted to talk about? Or Let me think. <laughs> I don't even know. I just want to say probably that uh, I sometimes get comments. I sometimes get very nice comments, actually. I'm not so much uh, emotional person, but when I get some super, you know, super nice comments, I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and I'm really happy that my last album that was released very recently got good feedback and many people like it because with this album, I just decided to not put myself into some really frames of genres and also I like that in synthwave some artists they also mix different music like they mix synthwave and cheap tune or synthwave and metal like electronic music this dark synth and metal that's really brilliant and I also decided to make something not oriented on trends but something I would like to hear in music and sound something more of what I feel and what I want to compose and to show. That is why I started this project, just to really do something without so much warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what is a traditional Ukrainian dish? Probably just something made from potato. Many Ukrainian food is made from potato. Like, do they do anything special with it? Yeah, they actually make like a small pies with potato and kind of like small boiled or fried pies with also with potato. And do you like put stuff in it? Is it literally just a fried potato or do you throw in like mm. fucking ham or cheese or something? Yes, also sometimes with uh, vegetables and with ham. Is there a word for this? It's like a Ukrainian potato patty? Yeah, there is also food that is called vareniki. Yeah. It's also like, yeah, like small pies, like boiled pies with potato. Vareniki? Is that what you said? Yes, vareniki. Vareniki. Yeah. (laughs) If you like potato, you will like Ukrainian food. If if not, then that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, listen, it was nice to meet you. Thank you. It was really nice to talk with you on this show. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. And, and and keep on making cool music. You know, uh, we'll, we'll play it on the show. I know you want to take a break right now, but, uh, you know, we're all inside, man. We got all this time to just keep making music, and that's what, uh, that's what should be going on. Yes, thank you. All right, and that was my chat with ZXSP. I hope you enjoyed that. Keep on listening to more Beyond Synth. You know, there's lots there. And... I guess next week might be the family show. So we got some more trivia. We did not try to play Who Am I Again? I got a lot of notes <laughs> confirming that, in fact, it was indeed a failure. Uh, so we just go back to the old uh, trivia model. But we're still going to try. We're going to try some things. And in the meantime, I hope you guys have a lovely day. Keep on being cool. And uh, tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Thanks for
Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you.